Welcome to Retail Nightmares. <laughs> I'm your co-ghost, Jessica. I'm joined with Alicia, my other co-ghost. Hello. And our guest today is Allie Lynch. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you are in such bands as Supermoon and TV Ugly and previously Movie Land. Yes. Am I missing any? I'm... Um, no, that's well. I was in a band called Kidnap Kids. Oh yeah, very. I thought very much smaller. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, by much smaller, I mean like seventeen. But still, what do you do in those bands? Um, I she shreds. Well, <laughs> I very slowly play single notes. No, um, I played guitar in most of them, and now I'm playing bass. Oh. Yeah. Because I basically just was just playing bass the whole time on basically. guitar, anyways. Basically, <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> and you sing too. Oh yeah, <laughs> I do some of the vocal stuff. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, good bands. Check them out. Thank you. Just a plug right off the top. I like it, and I like how I didn't have to be the one to plug it. Yeah, no self promotion here. Well, I like the band, so I don't feel weird about plugging them. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm soon to own t-shirts for both bands. So lucky. Just waiting on that TV Ugly shirt. Oh, it's coming. One of these days. (laughs) It's a great t-shirt design. I like it a lot. (laughs) Now, Allie, tell me something. What is your favorite grape? (laughs) Oh, my God. The green ones? (laughs) Yeah, like the sour kind of ovaly ones? Seedless? I'm seedless all the way. I don't deal with the seeds i actually bought grapes the other day probably about well the other day like a month ago and it was my first time ever buying grapes i just had never bought them and i was like okay i'm just gonna go and buy these grapes and it was so expensive have you guys bought grapes lately it was like no because they're too expensive it it looked like one bundle maybe like one bundle then one mini bundle and it was like nine dollars they're called bunches grapes are the only things that i've i have brought to the cash and then refused to pay for oh yeah Mm -hmm. i was just blown away because growing up, I always had grapes in my house, so I thought it was just yeah, like a, like a like poor how man's I used to food. Downhill, downhill ski every weekend. And as soon as I moved out of the house, I'm like, goodbye, hobby. Yeah, wow, <laughs> that's like only rich people do that. The grape thing, both, <laughs> <laughs> or just like popping back grapes while you're skiing. While skiing yeah. <laughs> that's dangerous. No one tried that. Like, that's how one of the Kennedys died. Oh. <laughs> is it really no he was filming a video camera while skiing oh really yeah then he ran into a tree fuck those candidates yeah. so ali you just came back from a tour i did did anything weird happen on that tour um i well, saw that you went to the mormon temple oh, in salt lake city man oh, we sure did <laughs> i wow. loved it yeah the, what, the very first thing that happened when we got there is we went into the visitor's center because we're like, I guess we'll get like pamphlets to like figure convert, out this entire convert, place. Convert. <laughs> and it was just full of like <laughs> the most young woman who looked exactly like how you'd imagine the Mormons to look. And we started talking to one of them and she was like, oh, like, why are you guys in town? And we were like, we're on tour. Like, we just play music. And she's like, what kind? 
And after like just at having so many people ask us on tour what kind of music we play, now we just said rock. We're like rock music, <laughs> like electric guitar rock music. And she said, "Oh, that's cool. Like I used to like rock music, and then I converted, and now it's not for me." Whoa. Oh, isn't that a great? I don't know. That's I a great way of curing yourself. Yeah. yeah, of rock music. If you're addicted to rock, what just, is she into now? Like opera? <laughs> I don't think they're allowed opera. <laughs> Are they allowed just like singer songwriter? Just like gospel? Just gospel? Yeah, I think it's probably probably just religious stuff yeah i don't know a lot about being mormon um but some some like (laughs) fringe mormon sects are polygamous correct yes yeah right but i know a lot about those guys because i read books about them have you watched big love no that's a good show is it good (laughs) it's so trashy there's so much sex in it like you get to see bill bill paxton's butt (laughs) whoa do you get to see it thrusting Probably. I haven't watched it in a long time, but I'm considering rewatching it with Jay because he's never seen it. Bill Paxton's butt? Yeah, just a <laughs> compilation. I got a YouTube private how long, video. How far away do you think we are from seeing full penises? Like the whole penis, not just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sick of just seeing the tip. <laughs> like um, on like HBO shows? I just had a really weird memory. Can I tell you it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Once I was walking through a golf course near my house in Rosemere, I was a teenager and a man was peeing on the golf course, but in a private spot. He didn't realize it was where the walkway walked right up. So I saw his penis and he had red pubic hair and <laughs> I just saw his penis, which was only as big as at the tip of a mushroom. <laughs> so it just looked like a mushroom that was leaking out of a bunch of red pubic hair. Because he's just peeing. He wasn't having a good time. I think that's um, <laughs> like you were granted three wishes that day. <laughs> <laughs> you see a mushroom looking penis. With red pubic hair. <laughs> on a golf course. Oh, on red. a golf course. Yeah, it's the trifecta. Maybe that's when my thing for redhead started. And mushrooms. <laughs> Definitely. Wow. Well, we got to the bottom of that issue. <laughs> Wow, I've never been so no, lucky. Nice. <laughs> Let's get back to the Mormons because it's yeah definitely more fascinating than Mr. Mushroom. How many penises did you see in Salt Lake City? None. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you sincerely thought for a second. I was so like a quick when recap. you paused. I was like, "This is going to be great." <laughs> it was still I great. Wish, yeah, that I had the moment to be like, "Should I just say a number for the sake of entertainment?" But I chose honesty. Uh, that was the best choice because I would have picked up on it. Yeah, yeah. and then also been crushed because <laughs> I always want to hear everybody's sex stories. Well, I'm not <laughs> insinuating that you like had a bunch of sex. Did you? Well, I like, had no sex on tour. No None of us did. Yeah, tour. no one has sex on tour. It's such like a tour lie that people are just gonna have a bunch of sex. Even I think if it's you're... just because of those dirty dippers like Motley Crue and stuff. Ugh, yeah. And there's just no opportunity for it because the whole time you're driving with your band, then you get to a show, and you're tired, and then you're drunk and more tired. Then you just go <laughs> home and sleep. Like, yeah, and you're always kind of like always want to shower. Yeah. Man, we showered so much on tour. Oh, nice. That's one thing. We were preparing ourselves for just like having weeks of not showering at all. Dry shampoo. Yeah, I stocked up on dry shampoo. <laughs> Didn't have to use it once. Every, really? Yeah, every day we stayed in place with a shower. Nice. It was I showered more on tour than I do at home. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a good tour. Showering when you're away from home, like two showers a day minimum. It's really nice. It's really nice. It's so nice because you're out, you're working, you're doing stuff. You're like at weird places. They're dirty because they're not your house, which is your own dirt, which is great. <laughs> it's and just your own skin. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. <laughs> in your house. Shower in the morning, shower before bed. That's my, that's ideal. I mean, I would do that if we didn't have those water restrictions. I am, I definitely up until this summer 
wasted more water than I do now. Oh, yeah. The, I've done three a day. Three poos? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about showers. Sorry. I thought it was golden shower. <laughs> so the Mormon temple sounded cool. Yeah, it was a fine temple. <laughs> Lots I didn't of go weird inside. stuff. We, oh. Like Energy Slime and uh, members of Tough Age went there on our tour. We just looked at the gardens because they're so beautiful. Yeah. It's like $10,000 worth of tulips. <laughs> Is that a lot of tulips? So many tulips and like species of tulip that I'd never seen before, like weird hybrids. It's great. I remember one thing that we didn't get to do when we were in the Mormon temple was they have this movie theater that's like on the one of the upper floors of like they have multiple visitor centers, just like you can't walk 20 feet without seeing another visitor center to go uh-huh. into. And on top of one of them, they had this movie theater, but they would only play it for you kind of by request. Like it wasn't just constantly playing. You kind of had to ask to see it. And the whole thing was going to explain like the future of mankind because they have like a living prophet. And I guess the whole movie was the living prophet explaining like what's next (laughs) for like families of America. That's convenient. It's probably going to be good, right? (laughs) So we were super excited to see it because we're like, yeah, we want to know what's next. (laughs) I have a little curious and they didn't play it for us. And we were maybe visibly not the most Mormon. Like, it might have been clear that we were interested in it for other reasons. Yeah, we were laughing quite a bit. But they have a lot of really funny stuff in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of, like, wax statues. There was, like, 60 photos that I saw, and I was like, I can't look away from them. I know. (laughs) And we went to, like, this crazy park that had, like... That was made by this one kind of stonemason who just did all these huge carvings of like all this different imagery, one of which was like Joseph Smith's face on like the body of like a sphinx. Oh, what? Stuff. Yeah, it was so insane. And he should move to New York. He's so talented. <laughs> <laughs> He'd make it big there. Yeah. You know, he's dead. And then somebody had to Oops. make a big statue of him holding all these <laughs> like chiseling tools. That's a real thing. It was such a weird park. Wow. And yeah. then that guy died. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody made a statue of him chiseling the statue yeah. of the last guy. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a never-ending human centipede <laughs> of sculptures, but not in a sexy way. Yeah. Unlike the human sexipede. Sexipede. Human sexipede. At the end of human centipede, does everybody get away from being a centipede? Uh, I don't know. I never saw it. I never oh. saw it either. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't know anyone who's seen it. <laughs> now, uh, is the Mormon, what was it called? It was just like the Mormon Center temple. for Mormonism? Yeah, we called it the Mormon Square. Mormon Square. Because it was a big kind of square with That's, multiple yeah. Don't they have that. a library with like everybody, a copy of everybody's birth certificate? Oh. Or immigration papers or I something? I sure hope not. There's some sort of special library there. And I think it's owned by them. Oh, And crazy. you can go and research your ancestry.com there. <laughs> <laughs> I went to one of the Scientology centers on uh, a lark, like as a, as a joke. funny, Jessica. Uh, it was kind of funny and then it just got scary. Yeah. Uh, I went with my friends, Corey and Gord. Oh. Uh, we were in Seattle and Corey's girlfriend was like, I'm going to Nordstrom Rack. And we're like, okay, see you in an hour. What? You didn't go? I got great stuff. I don't like shopping. Uh, just so I Nordstrom decided, Rack. it's like a fancy department stores, cheap, cheap, like stuff. Outlet? it's yeah. like winners or something like that. But, uh, so we went to the Scientology center and we're like, Oh, this will be funny. 
and then they locked <laughs> us in a room and made us watch a movie. No, <laughs> was it Human Centipede? Yeah, I wish. And it, but it was Tom Cruise was the top, <laughs> and John Travolta was the, the bottom. bottom. <laughs> I would pay money to watch that. Yeah, now we're t- now maybe I am a Scientologist. Oh, we wow. saw a few Church of Scientologies on our tour, and at one point, um, one of the band members really wanted to like go in and kind of do the same thing, just go in on a lark and see what was up. But I just had to like put my foot down and be like, I'm not doing it just because I don't feel strong enough to resist brainwashing. <laughs> like I know my brain pretty well and I think it would just be pretty easy for them to be like, no, it's good. I'd be like, oh, you're right. It is good. <laughs> I, I will be a Scientology You just smash your guitar and then walk through the door. <laughs> you're like, I hate rock music. Give me you're one right. of those sailor costumes. <laughs> Pay me four Sign cents me an hour. <laughs> Uh, no, it was a very, it was very easy to spot people who had been brainwashed. After we watched the movie, a lady tried to sell us Dianetics, the book that is <laughs> nonsense. And she was wearing a vest and she's kind of cute. And so Gord was trying to get her number. He was just trying to hit on her. This is like my friend who's just very charming, charming guy. And he was single at the time and he was like, Hey, yeah, like you're kind of cute. <laughs> and she was trying to explain to was us. Was it the vest? I've noticed that men like just like they'll be like one thing. They're like, I'm just crazy about that vest. <laughs> I think he, no matter what she looked like, he would have tried to hit on her just, you know, because we were there. Sure. And the things she was saying just didn't make sense in terms of human logic. She was like, if you're trying to build a bridge, you would use the tools to build a bridge. And we're like, what the fuck are you saying? Why are you talking about bridges? Like, I thought you wanted us to buy a book. She gives you the book and it opens up and has a secret compartment that's a toolbox. Oh, I thought you were going to say like a pop-up book with a bridge. And I was like, oh, it all makes sense. Maybe she was asking you for help. Maybe that was her way of being like, build me a bridge out of here. (laughs) Oh, you guys blew it. Tools, yeah. Or did an e-meter reading. Oh, how stressed was he? Well, apparently there was a spike in it when he mentioned his mother. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> Yikes. If no one knows what we're talking about, watch uh, Going Clear. <laughs> yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. Also, watch The Master. That's also I really like The I Master. I couldn't get through it, but now I think I can. Yeah. After seeing Going Clear. How it's come a, you couldn't get through it? Was it just... Um, it's a stressful movie. It was, yeah, it was really stressful. Like, I wasn't a, really sure what was happening, and... My brain didn't like it. I was scared. I saw it in the theater and it gave me a crazy headache. And by the end, I was really mad, but I still liked it. But like every character is totally unlikable. Unlikable in every way. Yeah. yeah. And then Laura Dern shows up and you're like, Laura Dern, don't give Get those people any money. Yeah. <laughs> it's a scam, Laura. <laughs> Open kn- your eyes. I know she's not playing herself, but <laughs> she's just so beautiful. I get distracted. Yeah. I love Laura Dern. <laughs> she looks innocent too. Yeah. So, uh, Allie... What kind of retail jobs have you had? Well, I worked at Rogers Video <laughs> oh. for about five years from when I was 16 to 21. I worked at Shoppers Drug Mart as the postal outlet oh. employee for a Did long time. Did you work time. over Christmas? Oh, yeah. I got hired at Christmas because oh, no. they were just scrambling to find anyone. Those yeah. people at the post office at Shoppers are always so mad. Oh, man. <laughs> well, there's a lot of reasons why. People are just very mean to post office. Do you guys have tape? Do you guys have tape? <laughs> All day. Just people asking us hey, if we Hey, do you have, have a pen I could use? Do you have a Sharpie? Is there more tape? Uh, can you look up a postal code for me <laughs> I, I I got a thing that I have a package but uh, yeah I didn't bring the thing and I, I don't have thing, ID and I also didn't bring the package I don't have ID yeah, I don't live at that address anymore how can I get it Man, and working at Christmas it's the worst because it's just the exact same joke over and over again 
which is what the postage costs more than the present and i'm like well fuck you fuck you like what do you that's a shit present send an e-transfer like the postage is 13 (laughs) dollars what are you sending them just like a jar of vaseline (laughs) like what is going on you know what that's a useful gift That's something that I've seen at shoppers before at Christmas, like yeah. a little plastic snow globe or like a little ornament that has three tiny Vaselines yeah. in it. And I took a photo of it and put it on the internet and I was like, this is insane. And everyone was like, I would actually like that. And I was like, I guess it's just insane to me. I uh, made fun of it once and said it was disgusting. And then Graham got it for me for Christmas. And then <laughs> it turns out like every year at least once I get lips that are so chapped, like no natural lip balm is going to help. And then I remembered I had those little, little guys. And they came to the rescue. I gave two away too. And the people that got the, and were just so delighted because they're just these tiny, you don't need a huge tub of that stuff. It's not 1960. (laughs) Yeah, you do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's, and uh, so Shoppers Drug Mart, Roger's video. Um, And then I worked for a long time as a receptionist at a car dealership, which isn't exactly retail. But it's a nightmare. But it's a Does total anyone ever drive nightmare. a car through the windows? No, um, actually. I was always hoping, but it yeah. never happened. Yeah, somebody, a weird thing they would have to do would be drive the cars around, like inside the showroom, they <laughs> yeah. called it. You got to do they'd that? Have to, like, well, I don't drive, so I didn't get to do it. Oh. But I had to kind of stand in the middle of it and like orchestrate where people <laughs> were moving. And it was weirdly scary. I really didn't care for it at all. Oh. Wouldn't, wouldn't recommend it. I would have f- felt like a god. There was about two seconds of that. Then people would just actually drive too close to me. And I'd be like, nope, don't <laughs> want to be in the middle of this showroom anymore. I always yeah. wonder about that. Who gets to drive the cars around inside a building? And also, why is that necessary? And why are there cars inside the building? Yeah. Makes no sense. Especially, there's that one at uh, 12th and Kingsway. There's a car on a rotating <laughs> yes. pedestal. Beautiful. That spins 24 hours a day. Love it. And then at Christmas, they put a bunch of presents around it and a bunch a bow on top. And I'm like, this is what we're using our energy for? <laughs> Spinning this Well, it's car? a car dealership. They're not really... They don't care. They only yeah. pretend they, to yeah. conserve That's true. energy. Yeah, that was the job that just showed me how incompetent I am at everything. It wasn't <laughs> until then that I realized I didn't know how to use a coffee machine. Still don't know how to make coffee. I don't know any, how. Man, do well, don't work coffee? in a car. Um, I do drink coffee. <laughs> But I just buy a lot of coffee or use awful instant coffee. I've never had to use like an actual like anything. Like Every even machine's like a, a little different though. So yeah. don't fault yourself for that. Like Thank I you. know how to make coffee in the machine where I work and that and I know how to use my well, I have a bodum. Yeah. Oh, I nice. really like yeah. bodum coffee. I like like a greasy dark kind <laughs> of muddy coffee with a lot of cream. <laughs> but yeah, like do you know how to mop a floor? Eh, I get the basic gist of it. I feel yeah. like you can have like your soapy water and your mop. I don't know how to then dry the floor if it, you just let that dry. The air naturally. does it for you. I don't think you're that ill-equipped for life. Yeah, thank you. Your floor might That's be a bit one wet. one of the nicest things longer. anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> but it. not being able to make coffee, that's just... Coffee machines are stupid. They're like alarm clocks. Like they shouldn't be so complicated because you need them to work. It's so true. And then I just got through my entire time working there without making coffee. And I was supposed to make coffee every morning. And I'd just be like, yeah, I'll I'll get on it. (laughs) And then I would just walk away and like hide for a bit. And then I'd come back down and somebody would have made the coffee. And I did that my entire time that I worked there. How long did you work there? Um, I worked there for about maybe like a year and a bit. (laughs) That's a lot of – that's like – 
hundreds of pots of coffee. Oh, yeah. That's good evasive I think that you techniques. have way more life skills than you're giving yourself credit <laughs> yeah. for. I would have like been on the internet, Googling the model, desperate for answers. Yeah. I just didn't even think of that. I'm like, oh, I'll just hide. <laughs> like, I'll hide and this will become someone else's problem. Did you hide behind like a fancy plant? We had a file room that I would go <gasps> into because I sometimes I had to like file physical files because they just didn't know anything about computers at this point. So that would also be my hideout room if I was ever really hungover and I had to work. I'd be like, oh. gonna go filing and then I'd just lie down on the floor and <laughs> there's a radio in there. Oh, but nice. I didn't really know how to switch the dials and I like didn't care to <laughs> learn. The same here. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <one. laughs> least resistance. Did you so notice just the alarm at the end of the day, or did you not have to no, set the alarm? No, they didn't trust me with that. After they asked me, they would also ask me to make signs for cars, and they'd be like, "Yeah, like cut out like a cool star and write like rain protected paint." And I just couldn't do that. Even like it would just be like this awful blob that would have like one big spike out of it, like and a barb after- pop up. <laughs> and basically, after they saw that, I feel like they didn't want to let me set the alarm. So they're like, "Well, we'll." Keep she seems to do a lot of filing and she does that well so we'll just keep her doing that (laughs) oh that's great work hangovers are terrible i had a flashback to having a work hangover and it was at like my second job i ever had and i was like 18 years old and so hungover and i opened the store on a sunday morning and we had these teak lounge chairs and i sat down on the lounge chair and fell asleep (laughs) oh I fell asleep at my job, oh, and then so a customer cute. woke me up. <laughs> How did they wake you up? Do you remember? Did they shake you, or was it just like verbal? They said, "Excuse me, are you okay?" <laughs> Something like that, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it's just this chair is so comfortable. You should uh, really buy one. <laughs> you should really buy one. It's fifteen hundred dollars. Wow. Um, any particular nightmare from any of those jobs? Um, except for the coffee machine that doesn't count. It's delightful." Yeah, well, thank you. Uh, yeah, man, just nothing but nightmares. I mean, one thing that seems to be a reoccurring theme at all of my like retail jobs, and I know it happens to everyone that you get just like stuck in conversations that you can't get out of, <laughs> and you're just stuck talking to them for so long. But the conversations that I always seem to get stuck in are ones that are particularly insulting. It'll just be the person like slowly, but like deeply and pointedly insulting things about me, but like under the guise of being like, here's another funny thing I noticed. You're bad at walking. And I'll be like, okay. But one time I was working at Roger's video and I was 17, probably I was 16 or 17. So I was very young and I looked like very, very young. And we had this woman customer who would come in sometimes and it was like a Wednesday early evening, maybe like six. So not that many people were in the store. So then she just kind of cornered me for a while and started talking to me and she just slowly started being like, you know, you look really young. And I'm like, yeah, like I know it's a bummer. And she's like, no, but you look really, really young. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, you look like a toddler. You have the face of a toddler. (laughs) Oh my God. Getting almost angry about my toddler face. And I just had to like, and my coworker who I was working with was putting stock away. So I was just like at the till, like listening to her say this to me for like five minutes. And like, she was just getting weirdly angry about it. I was like, well, I can't help my face. And she was like, yeah, but hopefully it changes. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. It was so insane. It's so horrible. Yeah. And it was just an actual nightmare. And I was like, do I cry or do I yell or do I just stand here smiling and nodding? And I went for the ladder. Yeah, it's weird because you're kind of in shock when someone's being mean, right? And you don't, and you can't just. We were talking about this uh, when we saw each other. Was it just yesterday that we saw each other? Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, 
You don't feel like you have this sort of autonomy to do what you would do in a regular situation. Totally. Because yeah, you, you just, need, and you're 17. And I'm 17. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't know that you can just be like, well, thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah, been enough get talk out. about my face. Yeah. And you kind of believe all the, like, the bullshit they feed you about, like, you're the face of the company. People will, like, the toddler judge the face company. of the company. You're the toddler face of the company. <laughs> Your beaming eyes will just show people the hope that is Roger's video. Yeah. It was, it was awful, though. And that just seems to happen to me all the time at jobs. People will just, like, start talking to me and just start like negging me in such an intense and Oof, real way awful. yeah and there's no way to really get out of it that's happened to my mom her whole life and i feel like i inherited that from her <laughs> that people will just come up to her and for her it was more like people just start telling her all their problems yeah. and i was like you should have been a therapist that <laughs> you could have gotten money for it but and it's still i think to a certain extent it still happens to her even though she doesn't work anymore but it happens to me too and it's, I don't know if it's like a certain type of face like yeah, if your face looks inviting. like a toddler <laughs> yeah. asking for trouble step right up and young. tell a toddler your problem yeah. <laughs> I am a 17 year old woman <laughs> no no I would like you to be a toddler <laughs> Yeah, maybe she just really wanted you to role play with her and she was trying to yeah, know your drops and <laughs> you're a dirty baby. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Yeah, that's really strange. I'm so yeah. sorry. I feel like also people that work in service and in retail are subject to people commenting on our looks a lot. All the time, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea why. People think right. they're being positive, though. They think they're like, oh, I'm going to no, tell you're like her. a hot toddler. <laughs> working for you. But I'm these Oshkosh bagoshes. <laughs> yeah, I had a really weird compliment from a guy the other day where he he kept asking me, you're the only one here, right? You're the only one here. You, oh. Do you feel uncomfortable? And I kept oh being God. like, I'm, I'm fine. Like, just tell me what you need to tell me. And he was like, I've been with a lot of women in my life. But there's something about you that's just so unique. And I was like, okay, like, let's hurry this up. It <laughs> honestly lasted over five minutes. Oh, my God. Of him just, and it, the funny thing is, like, I really thought that he was not straight. Like, he had a lot of acting like we were sort of buddies. And, like, he was a very short man with very tall socks and very short <laughs> shorts and a pinky ring and sort of like a lisp. He sounds <laughs> like your type. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I fucked up. It's <laughs> <laughs> our dirtiest episode for sure. <laughs> but it was so weird. And he kept making these comments about my hair clip I was wearing. And he's like, what do you call that? Is that a barrette? I'm telling you. It's like this one thing. And then men get fixated on yeah. it. Yeah. It's the like vest. fucking vest. Yeah. Totally. And it's like the ugliest hair clip ever. Like, sorry, mom, if you're listening. But my mom bought it for me. <laughs> it's not ugly. It's just like a huge chunk of silver on it that's like makes it so heavy and yeah it doesn't sound great it finally <laughs> broke and actually i'm in the market for a new hair clip so i can't wait to <laughs> christmas hear is coming up what he says about my new hair clip is he a regular no not really but he kept being like you're not gonna call the police are you and i was like what? you're making why it so, so much you weirder not calling the police the funny thing like as soon as this happened it was right at the end of the day and i came home and i immediately told jay and i was like that's a retail nightmare right 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 and we were, we were both sort of like i don't know if it's funny and <laughs> like it's like so oh they mine are never funny yeah they're always <laughs> awful it's, it's nightmarish and that's all yeah that matters very strange i think he was just very socially awkward 
and uh, he was trying to. I think saying you're not going to call the police is a <laughs> mostly the sign that you should be dialing. Should me yeah, I, I feel like that's a step beyond socially awkward. I just can't imagine ever going into a store and be like, yo, you're not going to call the cops, right? But here's a compliment. Like, it just seems like yeah, it's such so, a weird segue. It's so like, creepy. And like, I'm immediately on guard when you say something. I'm like, are you alone? And then he's like, oh, well, I really wanted to tell you this when there's another coworker here so you wouldn't feel. Oh. And I was like, well, it's okay. weird that you've thought about this so much. Have you guys ever been fully like asked out on the job yes. by yeah. customers? Man. That's Not the worst. often. Most of the places I worked didn't have male, a lot of male customers. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jealous. <laughs> Why do you think I wear this ring on my left hand? It's so I don't get those uh, advances anymore. It's only happened to me twice and both times. It's just the worst. The first time... Both of them were at Roger's video. And oh. the first time it was just some like, I was like a teen and it was some teen dude. And I, I think I'd only even been asked out in general, maybe like once in my life before this. There was a huge line because it was a Friday night. And he like asked me out in front of the huge lineup of people. Oh. And like the line starts like really close to where the tills are. So it's like, obviously people could just hear him. And I didn't know what to do. He was like, oh, also like, by the way, like, do you think maybe you'd want to go out sometime? And I was like... I, yeah, I guess just because I didn't want to say no because yeah. I was like 17. I didn't know how to handle it. And then I had to give him my number oh, in front of everyone. No. Yeah, it kept going on. Then he kept like texting me for a long time afterwards. And finally I had to be like, oh, I actually like just got into a relationship or something like that. Just to kind of like, yeah. <laughs> You're just looking at the window at a very beautiful squirrel. Just going to a deep relationship. It's going to be, going to be pretty long lasting from what I can tell. Or you just like ask the next person out in line and you were like, please be in a please <laughs> committed relationship with, with me. So I don't have to go to that guy. <laughs> it's like a mom with three kids. She's like, sure. I'll do anything you sure. want. I'm lonely too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then the other time it was even sadder, I would say it was this guy and he was just like, he was such a regular that I just saw like the entire like deterioration of his life. Like I just oh, saw it no. all. Like he first came in and he had like a wife and his kids and they were renting like kids movies all the time. And then eventually he just started coming in with his kids alone. And like he looked like Conan O'Brien in my memory. He looks exactly like Conan O'Brien, which I'm sure is okay. like. Yeah, That's my type. A, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's not a bad look. Normally, same. Yeah, it's not definitely not a terrible look. But he just started looking more and more weathered. And then eventually he started coming in alone. And we were one of the only stores in the North Shore or maybe we were the only store in the North Shore to have like a porn section <gasps> in the back. He just started coming in alone and renting porn. <sighs> and then one day he came in alone in like the middle of the day. And this is probably when I was like 19. And his entire face was chapped. <laughs> like talk about someone who needs like that Vaseline. His like whole <laughs> yeah. face. Christmas gift idea. Just, yeah. It was just so chapped. And he looked like very fucked on something. And oh, he just no. asked me out. He was like, hey, like, do you think, like, are you going to, are you doing anything later? Like, what are you, like, what are you up to? And I'm like, oh, I'm just like working. He's like, do you think you'd maybe want to like get like coffee or a drink sometime? And he was probably like close to like 40 by this point yeah, and I was kind of like oh, your age. like I'm and I just said I was like I'm, I'm pretty young <laughs> so and then I just kind of trailed Thank off you. and then he just like kept looking at me for a bit I was like so no <laughs> then his face starts to just peel <laughs> off <Yeah. laughs> you should have just been like I'm a toddler actually. I'm a toddler I can't yeah I don't know if you can tell by the face <laughs> I'm a hot toddler I've got offers like crazy <laughs> I've yeah. had to use that same excuse of being like, I'm 
too young for I was you. Too young for you. Yeah, at work in yeah. the video store, someone came in and yeah, he would just. We would have conversations about movies, but like I think they meant a lot more to him than they did to me because like that's just what I do all day, every day, talk about movies. Yeah. And then he came in one day, and you could tell that it was like really tough for him to ask. He asked me out, oh. and this guy was for sure more than double my age. Yeah, I was probably twenty at the time, and it was yeah. I just like I felt so bad because then he never came in after that ever yeah. again yeah yeah that's the exact same thing that happened with this guy never came in again well he probably just went across the street to shoppers and got vaseline for his face <laughs> and then he was like a whole brand new man <laughs> yeah. just emerged butterfly <laughs> yikes yeah well i'm i'm glad that you're not working any of those jobs anymore yeah same now i just well i'm not working at all right now Congratulations. Recommended. Thank you. Yeah. Just touring. Yeah. And I was working like an awful contract job out at like a nonprofit at UBC where I was just doing actual like spreadsheet work. Oh and, my yeah, God. I didn't know anything about spreadsheets, but I lied and said <laughs> I did. So my half my day was just spent Googling like how to write in a cell, <laughs> like, how to make cells add up, <laughs> like, which is apparently very rudimentary. Everyone One thing to never do is lie on your resume about Excel. Man, yeah. Because like, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's math. Excel is math. And and normally I'm okay at math. There's something about like the, the layout of it's Excel. Also, like, yeah, coding. Excel is like the coffee like, machine of, of the math world. Of the math That's world. That's what they call yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not good at Excel and I know uh, how to use it and I'm still bad at it. Like I took <laughs> classes on it in high school and one of my previous jobs that I worked at the hospital, it was all Excel and I was like, I do know how to use this and it's still infuriating and it can still totally screw up when you go to print everything, it can just uh. fuck up and then you've got like a thousand letters addressed to people where instead of a date it says <laughs> Hashtag, 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 hashtag. And you're like, fuck. And you're like, well, I just killed 40 trees. <laughs> and the worst is ever trying to print out anything from Excel, like any kind of spreadsheet. And you just get like 20 pages that have like half a cell each. You're like, okay, like something's going on here that I can't figure out. Oh, man. Um, I am uh, just, I have no aptitude for that. I really, really would like to take a class, but have a feeling that I'd also not be good at the class <laughs> my it teacher is that what it was called yeah we called it computer skills whoa oh, yeah. that's more accurate that makes sense that's more helpful <laughs> she would eat an entire oh. barbecued chicken every day what yeah and she would keep it in her filing cabinet so we could smell it every class. <laughs> that's crazy whoa i am not making this up would she be eating it during class like would she go into like the file no but if you want drawer? she also Do you mean the kind that you get at the grocery store yeah like oh, like a whole like a dirty bird in the- <laughs> that's what we call them yeah they're i we mean they smell- people that i'm not in this room so <laughs> that's what i call it <laughs> Well, now we they can smell, call it yeah. They smell crazy. I call them slimy chicken because that's what my – some sort of young relative, I don't know if it's a niece or cousin or whoever. A little person. I don't get how that works. I don't get family. <laughs> she called it slimy chicken and I was like, yeah, it is really slimy. It is Your slimy. hands are just covered in – slime so how would she eat it would she fork and knife it she would uh tear it off with her hands because we she would eat it at lunch every day but then she wouldn't eat all like she was the what's it called yearbook she was the yearbook teacher there so like if you were on the yearbook or working on a project at lunchtime she'd be sitting there eating the chicken did she sound like this 
Yes. Yeah. She was extremely, like, bad nutrition. This is not like... And she looked great. Like, she, she was very unhappy. Like, I just think she was probably very depressed, and that's part of it. I can see, like, being a teacher and being very depressed. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that job just seems to be so... We were awful. We were, like, 15. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't great her. at that you age. You drove her to the slimy chicken. Probably. The dirty yeah, bird. The dirty yeah. bird. <laughs> we had one teacher whose pants was all, were always in her butt crack. Oh. And then when she'd write on the board, she would flex her butt. That was great. But also... Um, Did she think you couldn't tell? Yeah. Or was she doing that on purpose? Was she like <laughs> clenching and unclenching? Yeah. I mean, sometimes you're supposed to do that to like work out your butt. If you're like, it was just kind of pulling the pants further and further in. But also, hungry bum. Our biology teacher and chemistry teacher was set on fire more than (gasps) once in his time at school. He was just asking for it. Uh, yeah, he sounds like a real like, nerd. But he was very be badly burned one of the times. Oh, like, oh I feel bad with a nerd joke now. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. He, he's most likely in a better place. Like maybe a private school. Like a non-flammable um, environment. Non-flammable <laughs> school. Yikes. Yeah, being a teacher is like, I don't know. A private school does. Seems like not... people have such high hopes and are good people. Yeah. Not always. Like Just like there's jerk nurses and jerk doctors and jerk <laughs> chickens. <laughs> Yeah, good, good one. One of my teachers was Justin Trudeau, so... Yeah, I really wish you would tell the story. What? Now before the election. Yeah, now's okay. the time to do it. Here's why you should not vote for Justin Trudeau. <laughs> <laughs> I want as many people to know this story as possible. Uh, but wait, don't vote for Harper. No, no. God, Like, no. if you're thinking of voting for Justin Trudeau, a million times yes. Yeah. Over because Harper. Because you're, you're um, just one Harper. of those people that's kind of like in between the conservatives and the liberals, for sure. Yeah, but I regard the story fast forward. I'm in a <laughs> I'm in a writing that's sort of like vote strategically or else the um, conservatives will win. But yeah, I same. do not want my writing. old teacher to be prime minister. Like he's you know all those ads that are like he's just not ready. Yeah. <laughs> like those conservative <laughs> like man, smear that guy was born ready. It's like well ugh. wait till you hear the story. Uh, so he was my teacher for a few years. He was sort of like a rotating like if our French teacher was sick he would fill in or he was our PE teacher and the whole time we were all very aware of who his father was because his father was still alive right and one time in French class he made us all sit in a circle this is a very (laughs) small class so there's probably 14 of us he made us move our desks into a circle for some sort of discussion and then that was done and then it was time to move back into rows and I wasn't moving my desk fast enough because I never did anything fast enough in school because I had attention deficit disorder. Uh, but so he was like, Jessica, hurry it up. And I was like, my bag was stuck on the chair that is also part of the desk. Yeah. And I was like, Ugh. so he just walked over to me and picked up the entire desk and chair and myself included and carried me across the room. And I was like, so, child endangerment. I was so terrified. I was like, why are you touching me? I felt like, you know, when you hear of like a person lifted up a car because they were on angel dust. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's the only way he could have lifted me because I mean, I'm short, but I don't. You You're know. tiny. I bet I, I probably weighed like a hundred and, I don't know, 30 pounds or something. You're just making him sound like a real beefcake. <laughs> like, yeah. I like now I really want to vote for him. More on Trudeau right he now. was a weird guy. Uh, he smelled weird. <laughs> like patchouli? He smelled like patchouli, yeah. Yeah, that's a thing that like rich guys do. Yeah. When they're like slumming it in hippie land. Well, they're just like, oh, 
Women find me too attractive. I need to <laughs> repel them with the patchouli oil. I need to smell like fresh cut grass covered in mosquito repellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, good for him if he becomes prime minister. Yeah, like how old was he then? It was like 15 years ago. It was like before he was married and yeah. had a family. I like to think that, you know, he's matured and... Oh, the other thing he did, he taught us a lesson one time in French that was how to behave on a job interview. And so it was like do's and don'ts. And one of the don'ts was on a doit pas danser comme un poulet. C'est ça. <laughs> Which is don't dance like a chicken. And to illustrate this, like this is a common misconception that a lot of teenagers have on how how job interviews yeah. go. <laughs> so he jumped up onto the desk the teacher's desk, which was, you know, sort of hip height, like from the floor, just in a crouch, <laughs> jumped up and was immediately in a squat and just started acting like a chicken, bucking like a chicken. And we were like, this is a former prime minister's son. Yeah. Sounds like a nerd. That he had an idea of what teaching was. Yeah. Like he really saw, in practice. Yeah, yeah. Like he saw like he dead poet society. <laughs> Welcome back, Cotta. Everyone has to stand on a desk. Yeah. yeah. He saw sistry act. <laughs> so yeah. back, two, back in the yeah, habit, habit. Yeah, he probably even didn't go to teacher's college they just let him watch a few movies and they're like here's your job and they're like what your dad used to do pirouettes sure you can teach at this <laughs> yeah. school yeah i mean you're I, selling me on his like athletic ability a lot oh yeah he, he was, was super athletic he right? was oh totally he was the uh school ultimate frisbee coach oh god that's so, all you need to say to make me not vote for him yeah. <laughs> and the uh the school ultimate frisbee team was called the mad hatters and so oh, he would boy. wear one of those like oh. cat in the hat style hats that you know should be reserved for just raves yeah and just shambhala nothing else <laughs> yeah. i don't feel well now so uh vote ndp <laughs> 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 the moral of my story is vote ndp <laughs> Or green, if you just... Or green. Or communist. Still a yeah. communist party. Or if there's those, like, uh, is there anyone... No, just... no, no. Focus, No, guys. yeah. Sorry. No. Sorry. NDP. <laughs> NDP. Yeah, that's that seems like a fine... Anyone but party. Harper, and it has to be the person most likely to win in your riding that isn't Harper. Okay, yeah. bye. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Retail Nightmares. Goodbye. <laughs> um, so was that your Retail Nightmare? I wasn't sure. No. Oh, I do have a, an actual Retail Nightmare. <laughs> this is uh, an old woman... Who comes into the... She's not that old. She's probably my mom's age. I almost called her my wife. (laughs) Sometimes I feel like Lorna is my wife. It's a nice name. Lorna. Uh, This woman's name is not Lorna. But she's she's one of those people who really plays the role of old woman. And she'll say like, I'm old! And you're like, (laughs) you're probably 60. (laughs) It's (laughs) it's 2015. That's the new 40. Uh, But so she came in one time. She always has a complaint just no matter what she came in she was like nothing's organized in here and i was like how do you mean it's extremely organized like by nature i am so anal she's like nothing's labeled and i was like do you want me to do you want me to show you like all the sections are labeled by like drama comedy all these things and so i had to go through the entire store and point out to her where all the signs were that said what the sections were and there's dozens of signs so it was like an ordeal going through the entire store. And once I got to the end of it, I was like, is that all right? And she just looked at me in the face and coughed on me. <laughs> Didn't cover her mouth. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, no, I've been infected with your anger. <laughs> and she she will pay only in small coins, nickels, dimes, pennies when you could still pay with pennies. Yeah. 
and uh, if she can't find the correct change, she'll just go, Jesus! Oh. <laughs> and you're like, oh man, I wasn't expecting that. It's, it's startling. Uh, and she'll sort of angrily throw her change at you, Ugh. which she did to one of my coworkers, and he was just not having it that day, and he was like, excuse me, that's very rude. And good for him because I would probably just be like, all right, goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) And she got so mad at him and she was like, you need to apologize to me right now. He was like, why would I apologize to you? You just threw money at me. And she was like, I'm old. (laughs) That's her excuse. Man. So she's told us many times how unhappy she is with the store. And every time we're like, you know what? You just don't have to come back ever. Yeah, lady. No one's forcing you in here. Yeah. And like, it's. It's never fun to see your face, so (laughs) stop showing it to us. Ugh. Not going to miss her. Nope. When I'm gone. Mm -mm. I thought you meant for a second when she's gone. That's why I said when I'm gone. Because I was like, that's a little more. She's going to live like for another 30 years. Yeah. Well, she's probably only like 58. (laughs) (laughs) I'm old. I'm old. (laughs) I'm old. That's my retail nightmare. Yeah, that's terrible. That's so awful. Yeah. (laughs) I just, although I prefer somebody. Like, at least kind of, like, forcefully giving me change to the people who I used to have to serve sometimes who were, like, afraid to touch my hand in any way. I would kind of, like, very slowly, like, (laughs) toss the coins, like, one at a time to me. It was, like, a reoccurring theme because sometimes I had to work... (laughs) Um, at this different Rogers video in West Van, which is in the richer area Mm -hmm. of West Van. And people there were just so afraid of germs. That's the only thing that I could come up with, at least, for why they would do this. But they would, like, very, like, slowly and carefully, like, single-handedly just toss each coin as a way to avoid ever having to make any contact at all. I get those, too. I get a lot of people like that. At least the angry coin toss. You're getting them all at once. You don't have to wait for them to just... (laughs) This was like she threw it and it bounced off the desk and hit my coworker. Oh my god! Yeah, so yeah, I think that people are just weirdly abusive. Yeah, like that. Like we've talked about this a million times now, or at least fourteen times, fifteen times. (laughs) Yeah, yuck. The whole money exchange thing is why I think one of the reasons why people are weird with people in retail is because they have a weird relationship with their money Mm -hmm. and giving money and spending money. Yeah. Maybe that's at the root of some of these weirdnesses. Yeah, I yeah. wonder if that's true. You but psychoanalyze it, them. You get to the root. It's like money is there. It's weird. Is it like the power exchange, you think? Because like when they're the ones who have the money, they kind of have the power over the other person yeah. who they have to hand and then to. You and then that act of having to even just give it over is also they're just kind of resentful of that in general. I yeah, I don't know. Something's there. Something's happening. <laughs> My uh, nightmare is uh, actually not about a person customer, but a seagull customer. <laughs> when I worked on Granville Island, uh, every once in a while, like a weird animal would walk into the store, like someone's dog that got off its leash. Every once in a while, a seagull would wander in and then just kind of wander back out because the place <laughs> is just like lousy with seagulls. They're aggressive too. Yeah, but this one guy came in one day and uh, we had this little corner for meditation. Um, it was just like, so you could try the meditation cushions and that's what the company did. They did like locally made meditation products and stuff. So the seagull went in, went to the, this really fancy corner and shat all over it. <laughs> uh, but it turned, <laughs> yeah. Well, he had good taste. Clearly. Yeah. He's like, he got cause he can't so stop that. <laughs> yeah. Released his bowel. Yeah. <laughs> He's having a moment. <laughs> that's my retail nightmare. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so we got a letter from a listener. It's another nightmare from a suburb of Toronto. (laughs) That must be where all the bad things happen. This is from Holly. Okay, she was a sandwich artist, which this is like one of my favorite things in the world. So I'm really happy that we got a letter from a sandwich artist. So one of her worst experiences was with one of her bosses, not a customer. That definitely happens. Which is, yeah, to be expected, unfortunately. So her boss was always flirty and weird with the female employees. That's what he pays them for. Yeah. Uh, And then let the boys do whatever they wanted. Great. Uh... (laughs) He always asked her to help with special orders of sandwich platters and six to 12 foot subs. Can we just like imagine what a 12 foot sub? I would love to make a 12, maybe a six foot. I think I get bored after the first six foot sub. (laughs) I feel like three feet in and I'm bored. (laughs) I don't think I'd get much past that. Can you imagine what that would smell like? You know how like Subway, Subway smells like BO? Yeah. yeah. What is that smell? It's, it's like bleach and something else. BO. <laughs> I don't no, know. It's like the meat smell and the bread smell. Yeah. The, I think it's the bread smell mostly. That's yeah, weird. Okay. So one time they were wrapping up an eight footer and her boss decided to cut the plastic with a knife instead of using the serrated saran wrap cutter. And he swiped across the sandwich and cut her hand very deeply. <gasps> Sorry. <laughs> I should have warned you. Uh, So she sat down for half an hour trying to get the blood to stop. And there was only the two employees there, her and her boss. And she didn't have a car. So she sat there getting paler and paler. And just as she was starting to feel a bit better, he told her he was done for the day and he took off. (gasps) And so she had to work four more hours with a makeshift bandage and about three plastic gloves on her hand. And then she left uh, about a month after that. And she took a bunch of free sandwich coupons with her. Good for you, Holy Holly. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I so. think that's that's disgusting. That's horrific. I'm really that, appalled. Like you that just seems like press charges, charges abuse. Probably. Yeah. yeah, when your boss doesn't do things properly. And it leads to you bodily harm. Bodily harm. That's when terrible. Your boss cuts your hand <laughs> to the point where it's bleeding and you're going pale. And like, what happened to that eight foot sub? I know. Did it just get ruined? They made it into a meatball sub. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say they like, oh, we put some extra dipping sauce. Extra sauce on there, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh, so I hope your hand is okay. And I'm glad you're no longer a sandwich artist. And I'm glad you got those coupons. Yeah. If I were her, I would not want to go back and ever have a subway. But when you subway. want to stick you it to the man. coupons anywhere, yeah. though. At any subway, I bet. And you give them away as gifts. They're actually subway. <laughs> <laughs> Stocking stuffers. I actually went to subway for the first time in a while, probably about three weeks ago because I was super hungover and there's one pretty close to my house and it felt like a real milestone in my life because <laughs> it was the first time I've gone to a subway and didn't like over order vegetables just to impress the sandwich artist <laughs> <laughs> I was like no I do only want lettuce and cucumbers <laughs> like that's yeah. what I'm taking yeah whereas when I used to go to subway more often I'd, I would just get them all because I could just feel I felt like they were judging me and I felt like I wanted to get like the healthiest you're sandwich already possible. in the subway it's true They've I don't judged know you. <laughs> <laughs> let's get to some peppos <laughs> For the listener, Alicia is now wearing a hat. I am wearing a hat now. <laughs> Can you tell? <laughs> when I put it on, it got super tired because it shades my eyes and I'm like, oh. a, like a, a small animal. Oh. <laughs> Nighttime I'm supposed to weep. <laughs> like you put a, a scarf over a bird's cage. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, it's night now. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, that's kind of cute. Uh, <laughs> Allie, do you have a puppo? I do have a puppo. Oh. It's going to be a tour puppo. Mm. It was the first puppo that we encountered on tour. And it was in Portland. We were staying at um, one of the members of TV Ugly. They have a friend who lives there. So we were staying at their house. And we had just played a show and like made actual money. And we went into the room we were staying in the house. And we're just kind of like throwing the money around jokingly. Because <laughs> it's rare that we make any money at all. And then this beautiful golden retriever came bounding in, just looking like a fair faucet of dogs. Oh. <laughs> like I started rolling around in the money. <laughs> And we were all going nuts petting it. And then finally we're like, oh, we need to know this dog's name. Because like this person didn't even really mention owning a dog. And we look at the dog's collar and it just says Lee Gordon on it. And we're like, oh my God, Lee Gordon the dog. And then the whole rest of the tour, all the other dogs we met were like, he's good, but he's no Lee Gordon the dog. <laughs> like, not Lee Gordon good. And then we played Portland again on our way back stayed at the same house and we're talking to like the friend that we were staying with we're like man we love your dog lee gordon like we can't get enough of lee gordon and he's like well lee gordon's my dad's name <laughs> the dog's name is like woofy or something like just the worst name but he'll always be lee gordon the dog to me yeah woofy it's not a dignified name for such a majestic yeah, we're such a majestic dog. I love a first and last name for a dog. I love it. And Lee Gordon. It's the perfect dog name. Oh, it's so good. So that's my puppo of the week. Tour, that's a good one. Tour puppos are the best. They're by far the best. Because yeah. when you've been driving, especially like in Canada, when you've been driving for like eight to ten hours, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we've got a place to stay. And there's a dog. And there's a dog. Yeah. yeah. Or like kittens. That was the best. We played at this place in Minneapolis one time called fuck mountain that is it's uh it's just a like a crusty punk house but we played a show and it went really well and then immediately after we finished someone who lived there was like do you want to see a bunch of kittens and we're like (laughs) yes we went upstairs and there was a cat who had just had a litter of kittens and there was i think five or six and we just hung out in the room with them all night it's crazy how all baby animals look the same sort of for a little bit yeah, that was round, yeah. sort of yeah. smushed face yeah. with the closed it's eyes. Really cute. So yeah. soft. There's actually, I have a photo that's me holding five of the kittens, and I'm just, <laughs> Jay has it framed by his work area. Because <laughs> it's like, that's the happiest I've ever looked. <laughs> They're crawling all over me, and I'm just out of my mind. And I just love that question. Like, hey, like, would you like to see a bunch of kittens? Like, no, thanks. Like, no, I'm good. I've seen kittens. No need to see any more of them all in one place. Yeah, it was amazing. And it was also a really great story. They had a cat that was missing, and so they put a bunch of posters up saying, like, missing cat. And someone was like, oh, I found your cat. And they were like, awesome i'll come get it and they saw it and they were like this is not our cat but this cat is pregnant and like ready to birth birth (laughs) and so they took it and she gave birth in this room and then they were caring for all of the little kitten puppos (laughs) that could be my puppo that counts yeah i feel like i've talked enough about it that that's my (laughs) puppo that was like from two years ago but that's my puppo my puppo of the week is a person. Ooh, twist. <laughs> a cat I've spoken about uh, on the podcast named Kevin has gone missing from my neighborhood, and he will most likely not return based on the way that things happen in Vancouver with cats and coyotes and 
it's really sad because there's posters of him up everywhere and I've seen this cat for two years and he's not a friendly cat and it, it always struck me at how, how unfriendly he was and it made me laugh because his name was Kevin <laughs> he had a human name. Kevin was a dick. And he wasn't interested in people and he never really left his front yard. And last night I was walking past the house and I thought of calling to see if they'd found him. I don't know them. And the woman that lives there was outside and I asked after Kevin. So my puppo of the week is this lady that I talked to who started to cry because she misses her cat so much. And all the puppos are all the people that understand how lovely cats are and how much they love their pets. (laughs) And I wish I could have hugged her, but I didn't know her well enough. But we had a nice talk, and she really misses him. And there's still hope. So I hope Kevin comes back. Yeah. yeah. And there is still hope. Sometimes cats come back after, like, a crazy long amount yeah. of time. They'll just, like... Maybe he fell in find love. love. Yeah, maybe he fell in love, and yeah. then it'll that'll end. Because everything <laughs> does. Cat love and then never, lasts. never lasts. Never lasts. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing I've learned in this life. It's cat Aww. love never lasts. Were you wronged by a cat? <laughs> <laughs> Many a time. Cats just don't care for me at all. Oh, <laughs> They're tough. You they can... don't care for most of us. Yeah. They're not people persons. Person <laughs> puppos. They're not people puppos. So, Ali, if people want to find you online or go to one of your shows, what, why, how do they do that? They can Google Supermoon Vancouver Band <laughs> or they can Google TV Ugly Vancouver Band. Cool. And that is how I would recommend yeah, finding me. And you have form. upcoming shows in the city? Um, let me think. Yeah. Worry, uh, Supermoon is playing on the 23rd. At, I think it's the Toast Collective oh, wow. uh, with another great band called Collapsing Opposites. So we're having an album release. And then TV Ugly is actually taking October off because we're doing an ABBA cover band <gasps> called Stabba. Stabba! Yeah, and we are playing at Redgate on Halloween night. The That's 31st. Really cool. 31st, yeah. yeah. Didn't you, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't yeah. you used to have a Twitter I did have a Twitter. It's a long, defunct Twitter. I checked it the other day just to make sure it was still there, and it it is, which I'm happy about. I don't tweet anymore on it. I'll still, like, go on it and, like, fave other tweets. (laughs) But, yeah, um, if you want to find me on Twitter, it's lizard underscore wizard 77 (laughs) at (laughs) twitter.com. It's a really good Twitter. Thank you. Like, you were Twitter famous, and then you just left it all behind. Left it all behind. Yeah, no... (laughs) Like the, I, the pressure got to be too much. I knew that Twitter account and I knew you separately. <laughs> and then I had no idea that it was someone that I knew. And I was like, Lizard Wizard? Is Allie? Oh my God. Like, I love her even more now. <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah, I know. I, like, I liked it for a while. But then it just got to be too, I don't know. It just got to be too stressful. I tweeted way better before it got popular. Then it got popular. And I'm like, oh, well, I've accomplished being good at Twitter. Now I'm just going to let that die. Yeah, well, like once on. once you there's a larger audience and a bunch of people that you don't know, you feel sort of... Actually, it was, when it was just people I didn't know, I was fine with it. It was when people that I knew started like I'll finding out you. about it. That was, that was when I started getting to be like, nope, can't tweet anymore. I forget how jokes work. Well, but it's still there like, it out, as yeah. an archive. You can <laughs> favorite. Fave, fave them up. I I'm still looking every- you up right now. Go, yeah. Lizard underscore wizard 77. <laughs> Teddy T. I think Teddy is the, T. <laughs> the name. And he's from Delaware. That's what threw me <laughs> off. I was like, I don't know anyone named Teddy. Like naively thinking that people use their real name on Twitter. It was so funny. When I first started doing it. Um, well, I now wanted- I follow you. You already followed me. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> when I first started doing it, I was doing it because I thought that people who were visibly 
like I started way long time ago, like maybe 20. 10 2009 <laughs> 20 years ago and i was like, like years you're ago. a liar <laughs> um but yeah i started it because i thought that people who were visibly women on twitter at the time especially in like the weird twitter world didn't get as many retweets or faves or uh, if they did, were getting them it was like kind of more clearly because people were trying to be progressive and be like look like i like a woman comedian so i was like okay like i'm gonna like disguise myself get famous on Twitter and then like reveal that I'm a woman and it'll be amazing. And then, amazing. And then just as it got more and more popular, I slowly started realizing like what a Liz Lemon plan it was going to be. Where I was gonna be like, surprise, like I was a woman all along. And I'm going to be like, well, okay, <laughs> that literally doesn't matter. <laughs> Well, I'm impressed. I'm oh, impressed you. that it's you. Not because you're a woman. But I hope you start tweeting it. Very funny. Someday maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I I have some friends who are like secretly hilarious on Twitter and then they get really self-conscious once you yeah. openly acknowledge <laughs> it. So, you know who so you are. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So follow lizard underscore wizard 77 <laughs> and read the archive. Yeah. It's very funny. I just saw like 10 of them. Oh, thank you. <laughs> also, you are on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> What's your Twitter name? Oh, every oh. well, I know Lizard Wizard. <laughs> Few people are. You're yeah. still great. I'm Alicia A. Tobin on Twitter.com. <laughs> and everyone should read the thing that you did for Shit Harper did. Yeah, I did a collaboratory type thing. Is collaboratory a word? Yes, totally. I went to art school. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> laboratory. <laughs> yeah, I wrote a thing for Shit Harper did. I already forget what it was called. It was like 17 things that Harper did to make you feel or to be like a shitty boyfriend or something. Like yeah. That. Yeah. It's good. I read it today. Yeah. It's shocking. It was really depressing to write jokes for something so depressing. Yeah. I found out things I didn't know and I thought I was pretty informed and then found out more things about other things that other projects, other things that people, other comedians and writers uh, were working on. He really is, like, he really seems like the Antichrist. <laughs> like, yeah, the weirdest thing is that people have been saying, like, his wife left him and it's just not public. Yeah, and really? I heard that, too. Yeah, and other things that Good are... Good for her. Yeah. But also, like, Bad break, for her for blow that story wide open, please. Yeah, it's strange. Like, during the past week or so, for strange things that are should be public, that aren't. And also, in the end, if people do vote for Harper, that's on them. I mean, he's just a symbol of what people are and aren't doing. So I think that's the most depressing part is like, who the fuck are these people that vote for him? <laughs> yeah. Much less so Harper. He's like, you know, take away the people that vote for him and he's just, he's laughable. Yeah. But look at what's happened because he's been in power for so long. Like the second class citizen, then, oh, I just can't, I can't deal. The thing that's tough is also, I think all of our social groups, like, there's no, we don't have any friends who are going to vote for him. No. So we're posting all this shit about how bad he is, but it's also like, you need to make sure that this gets to the people who yeah. Yeah. don't just, realize how terrible the, we're preaching to the choir. Yeah. Exactly. We're living in our. It's tough. Chapter. Like, you know, the worst that anyone in my family is is liberal. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, fine. Yeah, I would cry if the liberals, I would cry tears of joy yeah. if the liberals win. And they're not the party that I would choose to vote for. I may vote for them because they're probably second most popular. Mm -hmm. But it's that kind of climate here, the way that we vote 
isn't really democratic and it isn't no. it's exhausting to not be able to vote for the people like i would vote for the green party yeah they really have the most I, things in common with my brain i yeah. have in the past and then i was like why did i do that i was I like know, throwing away my vote was like you're throwing away your vote i'm like well i want to vote for the people i want to vote for exactly yeah. having the, no idea that harper would win that election. yeah exactly yeah. and the second election that he won of course he didn't really win yeah i don't understand guys well anyways the 19th is going to be very telling I'm voting on Saturday. I wonder if I could get in to vote on Saturday. I is think it the 9th to the 12th? Is that the advance poll? Yeah, Friday. Yeah. It starts on Friday, but it start, it's like noon till 8. I'm actually working the election day. Like I'm working for the elections oh, nice. or whatever. Yeah, so I'm going to try to vote on Friday, I think, because then I have to go somewhere you, else for Thanksgiving to visit my parents. Are you allowed to wear orange to be like, eh? eh I don't know, eh. but I, I'm in charge. <laughs> I'm like a deputy returning officer so i kind of show people like how to vote so i just feel like i could slant that i could be like yeah like ndp you do that liberal you do that conservative you do something they stopped running they stopped running conservative you just yeah if you want to vote conservative you uh like think it in your mind and it just gets entered you just realize it yeah (laughs) just ask the universe and then you just draw a giant x over top (laughs) of your entire ballot and you write question mark (laughs) and it gets counted and that's what conservative (laughs) yeah it's like the backward c you know that that (laughs) please do that (laughs) jesse you're playing a show in halifax i'm playing a show in halifax october 24th at i don't know the venue (laughs) come to halifax if you live in halifax (laughs) just come to halifax even if you don't live near halifax i mean not specifically to see us play but just because halifax is great and i love it i'm very excited to spend five days there (laughs) It's going to be a nice little break from all the retail bullshit. Ugh, totally. Uh, have a good day, everybody. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Bye.